Watch us on YouTube. Watch us on Twitch. Watch us on both. But don't tell them we're on both. Every Thursday night at 9.30 Eastern, 7.30 Mountain. If you like cartoony Italian plumbers, you're in the right place. Infendo Radio is on now. Ladies, gentlemen, everyone, hello and welcome to Infendo Radio, episode 594. Can you believe it? Neither can we. We've all been saying it's Friday all week. Um, (laughs) We are here. We are here to bring you a show, a delightful show, where we regale you with stories of our past and talk about Nintendo games past, present, and future. Um, I am joined by a colorful cast of characters, truly deserving of these roles. That's racist. Um... Let's start with the the colorfulest. Let's make it really racist. Eugene, how you doing tonight, buddy? <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm back. Um, it was. Uh, I'm doing good. I had a nice week off because I was in Santa Fe, and um, that's all I have to say. So, go to infendo.com if you want to do things. We told everyone you were in Boca. Justin, how you doing tonight, bud? I am doing well. Um. I just finished my sandwich, and I've got my delicious Coke with coffee here to keep me... It is invisible. Um, to, <laughs> to keep me awake. Um, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. You can uh, follow my Disney tweetings at Utilidork, and check out my website at thedisneyparkbench.com. Despite the way Justin described that Coke, I can guarantee that it is, in fact, a liquid and not a powder. Justin! Wait, I already did Justin. Maybe I'm on Coke. Steven! (laughs) How are you? And more importantly, where can the people find you? Did someone say Minecraft? Find out at linktr.ee forward slash gentus. Infendo Radio is on now. Um, Bing! I'm Lucas. You know who I am. We don't have to do that whole song and dance. We've got a show for you tonight. Um, I have a topic for you gentlemen that I haven't told any of you about. So think quickly and pay attention. Um, I was having a conversation yesterday as I sat at my parents' house and worked and talked with my mother and father. Um, And dad asked me, on a scale of 1 to 10, this is this is going to be a story, so get into this, guys. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much did I enjoy playing video games when I was younger? And I said probably like a 9 or a 10, right? Like, it's it's been a big part of, like, my childhood and everything. And then he was like, how much do you enjoy them now? And I, I stopped for a minute, and I said to myself, well, it, it really kind of varies, right? Like, if I'm, if I'm sitting down and I'm playing a game with Steve and we're on voice chat and it's a new Monster Hunter, you know, it's like a, it's probably around a 9, maybe an 8 or a 9. Um, if, I'm, if I'm sitting around and I'm trying to kill that last hour before the day is over or, like, I've got nothing to do and I'm just by myself and I'm playing video games, it probably dips down to, like, a 6, you know? Like, it... it, it Gaming, gaming isn't the the always magical panacea of of joy that it used to be for me. Um, so I kind of want to talk to you guys about that. It, how, do you have the same experience that I have? Um, I have some reasons why I think that might be, and I have some things I'm going to try to fix that. But before we get into that whole side of the conversation, like. How much do you guys still enjoy what I would argue is probably all of our most favorite hobbies? Um, go. <laughs> Run with it. I want someone else to start this time. 
<laughs> so, can, oh well, go ahead. <laughs> so I was actually just thinking about this when I was thinking, what am I going to talk about in my change the system? Because I don't think I've played much of any video well, games in the past week. And when we do change the system lately, we always talk about the same. You know, it's like G Eugene's in Grendel's cave again, and Lucas is playing Pokemon Go, and yeah, Steve's on that Monster Hunter. Ro like, you know, it's yeah, yeah, and and like. Yeah, as a kid, you know, I love playing video games. Um, and as a teenager, I just, I probably, that was definitely my favorite thing to do because I had people to play it with. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have a whole lot of time for gaming, and I have a hard time committing to a game nowadays. Like, I'll buy these games and think, oh, these will be perfect for just, you know, jumping in and playing a little while. And then I realize I can't play anything with the story while I'm watching tv with my wife by the time i go to bed i'm only going to be awake for another half hour or so so you know like i probably would enjoy playing games more except i don't have the time and i don't have the attention span and i love the experience of it i love the idea of it i love sharing it with people but i just don't get to I've been trying to start Bug Fables for like a year now, and I've been so hesitant to start it because I want to, I know I'm going to enjoy it when I play it, and I want to enjoy it, but I'm not where I need to be to, to have that experience, you know, like I need to, I need to be able to sit down for a couple of days and throw like all my responsibilities out the window and just say I'm gonna play this game like it's 1996 and I'm playing Paper Mario. Don't fact check me. Um, so yeah, that's been a thing for me. Yeah, I would say that for me it's kind of the same. It, however, um, <laughs> playing <laughs> Reynolds Cave, guys. Let me tell you, that's like an 11. It's, that, bringing, that it's me... bringing you. It's bringing you back. That brought me way back, yeah. But um, no, yeah, like generally I would say that a lot, oftentimes these days I, I'm not playing games the same way that I did when I was younger either, right? So because like I think that games these days are so task-oriented a lot they of the time. They very much are, yes. So it's um, a lot. oftentimes I feel like I'm doing chores when I'm playing games, you know? <laughs> so like it's... Um, it, it, it just kind of depends on the type of game I'm playing. That's why going back to Breath of the Wild after I've done everything and I'm just like, you know, futzing around. That's why I, yeah. I feel like that game has so much magic to me for some reason. Because I'm just like, you know, I don't have any tasks to do anymore, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, and I'm just going to keep jumping in. But okay. that actually kind of goes to... That kind of goes to like what I think my solution to the problem is, is much like you were just saying, Eugene, I play games as an adult to complete them. Up until I graduated college, I played games to experience them, right? So I would I would sit down, I would start, I'm going to go back to it, Paper Mario, Mario RPG, uh, F-Zero even, whatever. Right. And... I would sit there and my roommate would be sitting at his desk on the other side of the room because we only had like a one, it was a one bedroom, there were no, you know, living rooms or anything, we just shared a space. And I'd be playing the game and we'd make a joke about one of the characters or I'd read one of the characters' dialogues out loud and we'd start like, you know, mimicking the, the, the character's person, you know, like, like, like it, was, it was about the experience. And now when I play games, even games I really like, like Monster Hunter with Steve, Steve, what have I been doing in Monster Hunter for the last, like, week and a half? What has been my task? Chores. 
Yeah, chores. I've been I've been trying to get all the large crown monsters, right? <laughs> well, because it's that's, something that's to do. That's what I've been doing too. Yeah. Like, what am I working on? I'm farming elder dragon gear mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And yeah. trying to complete all those missions. It's like if I don't have a task to complete, the game isn't worth my time. And I think that's why the games feel more shallow than they used to. Because when I used to sit down and play like a Zelda game. I wasn't playing it to beat every dungeon and get to the end of the story. Like that's obviously the goal, but I was playing it just to experience it. And I think I've, I've, I, I think in some weird way, I kind of prevent myself from experiencing games anymore. So, so. for me, there's three types of games. Mm-hmm. You've got your games of yesteryear, you know, like your Donkey Kong countries that I go back and play every nostalgia year. Nostalgia bats. The, the yeah. nostalgia games, right? Mm-hmm. Then you've got your games of today, which are like, you know, your Monster Hunters or your Hyrule Warriors or whatever I'm playing to complete. Mm -hmm. And then you have, for me, you know, and it's ironic given my intro today, but the perfect game to describe your situation is Minecraft. Mm, There is is no goal, right? Unless you play it in such a way as to give yourself goals, which right, which right. I, I tend to do sometimes. You and know, that was and that was I'm the cool thing the about the old realm. Gonna, yeah, so, yeah, that was the cool thing about the old realm is if if we were to if I was to start it back up and we were to load back into it, mm-hmm. you're gonna find half built projects like you know EP's yeah. castle that he was nearly done destroying the mountain to build. Yep. Um, you know, Justin had some stuff in his part of the world that he was working on. I a have mansion. a half finished end city. Um, in a mushroom biome that I, I have, ever bothered to finish. I have two and a half kingdoms that I built. <laughs> yeah, mm, one in the sky, and then you have your slime castle, and one underwater. So, <laughs> so I want to actually build off of Steve's three types of games. Oh, I see what you did I have, there. I I have uh, I have three types of games, but they're three different types of games. Mm-hmm. So for me, there are the slow burns. Those are the games like your Red Deads, your GTAs, your Breath of the Wilds, where mm-hmm. you play it with no intention of getting to the end. It's just something that you get lost in for a few hours. And it's a Skyrim might, for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in my case, it might take years to beat the game, but it doesn't matter because every time I turn it on, I'll find something to do. And weirdly enough, I would describe all of those as narrative games, where for me the purpose is to experience mm-hmm. whatever the plot is, you know. But then I have games well, like Skyrim, like Steve was saying, that are like get lost in the in the haze mm-hmm. games. Well, see, and for me, like narrative games for me are more like quick burst games. Something like, like recently, I had the urge to, and I actually just redownloaded it last night, replay Lifeless Planet. A game that I can mm-hmm. beat in five to ten hours that tells a cohesive story from start to finish and is mostly linear. Celeste um, is another popular yeah. one that a lot of people. Yeah, uh, doing. the yeah. first Paper Mario, although it's a little longer than a, than you know a few hours, yeah. but you know you know point A to point B, you're not doing a whole lot of mm-hmm. distractions. Um, and then there's the evergreens. The and those could be new games, those could be classic games, those Link could to be the past, online yeah. games. Yeah, like you know, like Donkey Kong Country. I can always go back to any Mario Kart. I can always go back to, um, mm-hmm. you know, just the the games that you know that at any point you can pick them up, you can play them, you can play them for five minutes, you can play them for five hours. And they might have come out last year. They might have come out twenty years ago, but they're they're always something you can come back to. And those are kind of my three categories of games. 
Um, and I find myself recently going back to the evergreens more often mm-hmm. because I don't I don't have to refamiliarize myself with something. Like I bought Assassin's Creed, both Assassin's Creeds on the Switch because I yep. always want to play them and it seemed like the perfect system. But I couldn't devote enough time to get into mm-hmm. the game, mm-hmm. so I've never gone anywhere in them. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I I used to play basically every game for me back in the day um, was either narrative based, whether it had a narrative or not. Like I'm talking like Super Mario World. I'm playing the game, and it's like a movie in my head, right? And Mario is is battling the Koopalings and saving Princess Peach, and like like I I used to play games like that. And if I wasn't doing that, I was playing games. Um, to play them with another person, to have a shared experience. Billy Hatcher, Sonic Riders, Kirby's Air Ride, you know, the Time Splitters, all the games I used to play with all my neighborhood friends. Um, or, like, Call of Duty in college. Um, that was Smash for me in high school and college. See, Smash was always more narrative for me because I always played it by myself. I never really, unless I was at, like, a sleepover, I never had a party. So it was like having action figures and having them fight each other, you know, that's... yeah. Yeah, but I totally I, get where you're coming I, from. I, I, I would say that, I, to, I guess, maybe close for me, I would say that, um, I don't know, my enjoyment of video games, not to say that I don't still love video games, but, you know, as a kid, everything's like an 11, you know? So like, Shiny and new, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, like a little curving, curved down, you know, as like I have less time and, you know, less desire to get into yeah. like a 80 hour game, you know, that type of thing. But um, the one thing that I will just always continue to go back to is Justin nailed it on the head is the nostalgia, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm always going to go back to a game that I know because I've already done all the tasks. Yeah. Right. So I don't really need to look in every nook and cranny i have to feel like i'm missing out on something you know that fomo so yeah just yeah that's that's kind of where why i'm always playing you know with my your breath of the wilds or even you know your ocarina of time once a year for me so yeah exactly and that's really why i i kind of dove into immortals because it was right in that middle spot where it is an evergreen it is a a breath of the wild like game but at least it's new enough that i don't feel like i'm just playing the same game over and over again so to those of you who are listening to this and are now incredibly depressed because we've unearthed the dark secret that games aren't as fun as they used to be um i'm working on fixing this for myself and i have a couple of theories that i i believe things that i can do to bring games back up to that higher level than than where they are at the moment. One of those, I think, is really self-explanatory. It's playing less video games, right? <laughs> um, I, I use video games as a crutch, especially last year with all the COVID stuff, and there's nothing to do when you're stuck in your house, right? When I'm bored, I fire up a game, and it kills time until something's happening that I need to be present for, and I'll just I'll, I'll eat up time that way. I want to stop playing games for that reason. I want to play games because I want to enjoy them, not because I, I want to use them to make a, a dull situation slightly less dull. So that's a big one for me. And the other side of the coin, I think, is kind of revisiting, like Eugene and Justin were saying, old games that I really enjoyed and, and trying to put myself back into the mentality that even like 10 years ago I think I had, right? Where it's like I sit down and I play a game and it's not... You know, it's not an excuse to to kill a Saturday afternoon where I have nothing going on. 
it's not a, a challenge to collect every gem in the game that there is to collect. It's just an experience that I want to have, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself that experience, you know? And I think once I, once I work on myself a little bit with that and I get a little bit better at it, I'm going to boot up Bug Fables. And you'll know I've succeeded if I start raving about Bug Fables because I really want to enjoy that game, but I need to be in the right headspace. So it's interesting that you would bring that up, Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, as of late, I'm you know nearing the end of Monster Hunter, at yeah. least until the next, the next DLC, DLC comes out next yeah. month. And I know that I've got Minecraft Dungeons DLC also coming out at the end of this month. Yeah. Um, but I find myself, it's like, okay, well, what am I going to play next? Mm-hmm. I'm already gravitating to older games again. Yeah. Like, you know, the ones that take me back to a different time just because I want to have a you know a feel-good game experience kind of like you were talking about yeah for sure. so you'll probably you know hear me talking over the next few weeks about some of the older games while I wait for the end of the month for the new DLC to come out on the current games I'm playing yeah yeah and I think that's a good way to do it you know like I walk a lot to lose weight and when I'm walking I usually boot up Monster Hunter just to make the walk go by faster because it's a lot faster to do like an hour of walking around in a circle in your in your living room when you're hunting like four monsters than it is when you're staring at a wall or, or even trying to like watch youtube on your phone you know but mm-hmm. yeah I, I think i need to stop using video games as a way to get through the parts of my life that just aren't exciting enough you know i think that's that's gonna be a big fix so i'll be excited to report on my progress in the coming months i guess should um, be fun to see yeah, hopefully. Uh, unless I completely fall off the wagon and make no progress at all. But hey, we'll see what happens. Um, we will you can be right start back. We're going take... to podcasts just like ours. Yeah. I've never, you know, okay, so real quick, <laughs> I was going to I was gonna say we'll be right back. I think everybody who listens to us knows this. I'm not a podcast person. I did this show because my friend Mike was doing it, and I had to do anything Mike was doing because that was our rivalry-filled friendship, and I like video games, but I'm not a podcast person, so, like, I don't listen to really any podcast, even our own, so, yeah, maybe that will be a, a I've got I've got yeah. a couple others I could recommend to you, too, right. since I know you probably don't want to listen to your own voice. Well, I've heard about this one really cool one called Hyper Voice. It seems <laughs> anyway, we mm-hmm. will be right back after a very short break with all the games we've been playing to fill the voids in our lives see you real soon (laughs) ask a question for the show today head over to infendo.com's community page and join our discord um hello everybody and welcome back maybe he won't maybe that'll just be in the show who knows we don't know um we're here you'll never find out we're here yeah because i don't listen to podcasts we're here to talk about change the system (laughs) we want to talk about the games we've been playing since apparently that's something that we do on this show um i will start because i haven't been playing much and my segment's going to be really really boring um guys i might have mentioned a little game called path of exile it's kind of diablo-esque except Mm -hmm, it's free to play mm -hmm. online i really like it i like it a lot um, I'm, I'm this close to starting, but the problem know. is it's a PC game. So how do I explain this in a way that doesn't make me sound crazy? I'm on my fourth character, um, but it's not like a monster hunter thing where I want to play as like a male and a female and then like different classes kind of thing. Um, the way the game works, they do, and maybe I'm describing something incredibly common in these kind of games. They do leagues that are like three months long where you, where like all the, the main players go. And then there's like a free play option where your characters go when the league ends. Or if you just want to start a free character and not worry about the league things. 
League has its own challenges in every map, both in the main story and in the post-game, which is where most of the content is. Um, and it also has, like, all the, the new features from whatever update they've come out with. So we're, we're playing in League. This, this uh, three months periods League is called Ultimatum. So you've got these, these challenges, and it kind of does like a deal or no deal thing um, where you have to choose whether to continue the challenge over and over again for better loot or cut the challenge That's off cool. and take what you got. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and then as you, no get, deal. as you get higher level and you get into like the post game, your deaths start removing experience. So from what I've seen, I'm at level 89. There's 100 levels. I don't believe you can lose a level. I'm, I might be able to once you hit level 90. I don't know. But you can lose all your experience for that level. So I've been at like 70% of like level 88 and then dip back down to like 0%. So that's frustrating. But it's just a fun game. All the different league content comes back as like additional things you can find in the maps. And the maps are kind of randomly generated based on like what the, the core thing is. So like Swamp will always be, you know, the same design, but different monsters, different abilities, things like that. Um, and then the bosses all rotate from like the main game. So just a lot of content. I just made it up. I got my first red map, which is like the final tier of the three levels of maps. Um, I've been playing with my friend Corey, who introduced me to the game. Um, we're kicking butt. It is a blast. I love this game. It's 100% free, too. The only stuff you pay I've for heard is... I've really good things about that game. Yeah, I love it. The only stuff you pay for are cosmetics, and if you want extra storage space to store your loot, that costs in-game money that you pay for with real money. But you can play the game entirely free, and you're not missing out on anything. Um... There are people who complain about it, but from what I've seen, the people who complain about it are people who've put, like, 80,000 hours into it. They're like, oh, I hate that I have to click everything that I drop to get to pick them up because I've developed Carpal Tunnel. And I'm just like, maybe the problem is that you're playing this game for, like, you know, like 7,000 hours or whatever. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan, so that's been eating up a lot of my time. Like I mentioned um, in our other segment, I've also been doing a little Monster Hunter. Some of it was Steve, a little bit by myself. Um... The goal there was to hunt the largest versions of all the monsters I could get to get those large crowns for those achievements. But I think in the interest of healthier gaming, like I was talking about, I'm kind of going to drop that goal and just pursue it when I'm hanging out with Steve. Like, not not make that, like, something that I do in all my free time. Now, let's be honest, that's because we had really good luck and you found, like, two or three the night we hunted together. Oh, yeah, no, you're my lucky charm, so I'm bringing you along every time, <laughs> no matter what. But, no, I'm, I, like, literally, like, I had, like, seven to do, and then I got together with Steve for, like, two hours. I got down to, like, three, you know? But Now I'm just picturing um, you with Steve's foot around your keychain like a rabbit's foot for luck. Well, it was even better when we used to play the old game because he used to play as a cat, so he was, like, literally <laughs> my little lucky charm, but... It's a really great game. If you guys ever have any interest in Monster Hunter, and I think it's on sale for like $15 off right now, not on the eShop, but like Best Buy. $10 off at Walmart. Walmart. I saw that in your Discord, Steve. Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, if you've ever had any interest in Monster Hunter, I think this is probably maybe maybe World. I never played World. I think it's like a great entry-level game because it's much easier than older Monster Hunter. The hunts take like... 15 to 20 minutes by yourself instead of like 40 yeah. to 50 like they used to so they've they've simplified a lot of stuff made it a lot easier but it's also 
like just one of the cleanest games like the world to explore is beautiful you can actually go it feels more like a like a traditional video game you can actually like climb things and go places mm -hmm. and see things that you couldn't see before there's things to do other than just hunting like there's collectibles to be found there's a tower defense mode that they added this generation that has you like setting up stations and stuff so i again like and not to you know if, if you like monster hunter you like monster hunter if you don't you don't but if you've ever had an interest in the series, I think this is a great one to get started with. Yeah, there's there's actually a guy in my Discord that goes by the um, handle Carnactus mm -hmm. um, from Ireland. Or ooh in Pokemon Go. Oh, is that his Pokemon Go name? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so he actually, I think his first Monster Hunter was Rise, and he got so hooked on it that he plowed through the story of it. Yeah. And then went back to World, World because yeah. World is on Game Pass. Yep. So he's been playing that on Game Pass. Yeah. And he's been playing them both side by side. And it's interesting to hear his perspective on the differences between the two games. Yeah, it is. I um, <laughs> There are things that I miss. There's, there's challenges that I miss from the older games. But... I, none of it is so egregious to me that I'm not enjoying the game. I, I still think it's a fantastic game. It's just there's a couple of things that I really wish, like um, Generations Ultimate introduced this concept where you could use different styles. So like if you played Aerial, it would change how your hunter like moved when he rolled. He would like hop. You could actually like leap off of monsters with like all your different weapons. Um, there was one where if you dodged perfectly, you would do a counterattack and you could like run back and hit the monster and stuff. I miss those, but they've kind of added like filler stuff to kind of make up for it in the form of switch skills, which allows yeah. you to kind of customize your build. It's a fun game. It's a good yeah. game. I, I very much enjoyed my time with it. So I'll, I'll go real quick because I've been playing one game all week and that's Monster Hunter. Um... So it was interesting going into this game and we did our very first hunt. Our first hunt was a, it was a, it was a gathering hunt mm -hmm. and there was an Arzuros that came up and Arzuros is normally a pretty easy monster to take down and he wrecked us. I think we got seven KOs between the two of us. Jeez. It was really bad. So I went into this game thinking, great, I'm not going to be good enough to play this game. <laughs> Yeah, you were really, you were really nervous when we started. I yeah. felt, I felt like you were teetering, and if you yeah. fell the wrong way, I wasn't gonna have a hunting buddy. So I was really trying to well, be yeah, like, we because got this, I was, dude. We're good. <laughs> I was coming off of playing off a of Palico mm -hmm. in the last, or a Prowler, excuse me, in the last one, which is a simplified mode already. Um, takes less to make armor, takes less to make weapons. Didn't have to carry around a lot of the stuff the normal hunter needed. And going into this game and having to go back to playing as a full-on hunter again. You know, and I've already talked about that in a previous show, so I won't rehash that. Mm -hmm. um, but I actually did something pretty cool. Rajang is one of the harder monsters in the game. Not like mm -hmm. Elder Dragon hard, but definitely one of the harder monsters. Mm -hmm. I took down the HR7, which is the highest HR in the hubs in the hub series of quests, by myself. Hardest, hardest quest in the game, because it's online yeah. and it's the final rank. Yeah, he took me down once, but I was able to take him down in like 30 or so minutes, and I'm kind of proud of that. No, that's an accomplishment. There's, there's still a few quests that I feel like I need Lucas's hunt for. Uh, uh, that Apex Raytheon is going to wreck me. Mm -hmm. Although I think my new armor gives me poison immunity, if I remember right. That'll help. So that will be useful. But yeah, Apex Raytheon is going to destroy us. It's going to be a bad hunt. Well, <laughs> probably not for you, because I think you've already beat it. 
I find the bad hunts fun, so yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. bad, but in a good way. Yeah, so I'll need help with that, and then there's three challenges that I don't necessarily want to try and tackle by myself. <laughs> so those four hunts I'm reserving for oh, our next then, gaming session. Oh, and then the then the arena quests where you have to use oh, preset gear. Oh, let's talk about that for a sec. <laughs> sorry, so sorry, I, Eugene and Justin. <laughs> I did the HR1 arena quest, and for those of you that have listened to this show for the last three or four years, I've played I've with two weapons. It. Two weapons. <laughs> Sword and shield was what I started with. And then I switch to dual blades. This first quest does not let you bring sword or shield or dual blades into it. So I had to play as a long sword. That was a rough hunt. Had to play as a long sword. Only had 10 potions I could bring with me. I did it though. I beat it. So I'm going to need Lucas's help on those ones too. Because he's going to have to carry me. Yeah, well, it's... Again, like we said, you have to use preset gear... You can't you can't prepare for it at all. Your items are no. locked in. You can't bring your cat or your dog to help. Um, your mm-hmm. weapon is locked in, and the the switch skills that I mentioned are locked in too. So like the way I play longsword is not the same way that the game wants me to play longsword in the arena quest. Right. And you can only die one. You you can't die. One death is game over. I oh, you that, can't die. I learned that hunting Rajang. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, now the monsters are a lot weaker. It's a lot easier to take yeah. them down. At least it felt that way to me. But um, but yeah, no, it's a challenge. It's gonna be hard. And yeah. again, with yeah. you not having your dual blade, at least you'll be able to use sword and shield for most of them. But there are two hunts yeah. where you don't have either option, and that's gonna be hell. And we should stream I'm, that because that will be hilarious. I think I think we should. We're gonna need voice though on those. That sounds just ones. about as frustrating as that Breath of the Wild thing. What, what's the thing? Oh in the, God, the, the, the Korok, the, the, sword. the Deku, yeah, yeah, oh. on hard on hardcore mode. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't yeah, even no do it thanks. on regular mode. I, I I was gonna say I couldn't beat the second one on regular mode. I haven't even yeah, that's attempted where I got it stuck on too. yeah on uh, master mode. So. And that's actually all I've been playing this week. So I think I think then oh I did put some games on my wish list because like I said I'm looking at old games. I put the Odd World trilogy on my wish list, and then Horizon is not Horizon Zero Dawn. Subnautica, that's what it is. Um, Subnautica just came to Switch or it's coming to Switch tomorrow. So Wait, I put those on have... my list. Oh, don't you I have um... PlayStation VR. You should play that in VR. Oh, it's on PlayStation VR? I don't know if it's on PlayStation VR, but it's in VR, and if it is, you should play it. Well, it'll need to be on PlayStation VR for me to play it, because that's the VR I've got. I'll check. I, I woke up this morning, got myself a gun, a Sopranos reference. Um, I woke up this morning, I saw an ad <laughs> You know, for... I almost followed that up, and I'm right? like, wait, no, you beat me to it. <laughs> um, I saw an ad for the new Subnautica game, and I did yeah. not... I thought it was like... Um, what was that? What was that dumb one on the Wii? No offense, anybody who liked it, but the one where you're you're just underwater. <laughs> oh, the and ocean like, game. Yeah, I thought it was oh. like I thought it was like that, and I looked at the endless the, ocean. I saw the ad, and he's like running from aliens and stuff. I looked up the eShop. I was like, that's getting preloaded. Like I'm so, I'm, I'm experiencing this. I I watched Brennan, sorry, um, Hellhound stream it. Those mm-hmm. of you who listen to this, know it's Hellhound, and it looks awesome on PC. Yeah. It's going to be hard for me to play that one on Switch. I mean, yeah. I'll do it because that's where I want to play it. 
It's a visual downgrade, though. Oh, I'm so. sure. But see, again, like I'm looking to replace the the, the Monster Hunter grind, but I still I'm gonna that'll need, do it. I'm gonna need something to get me through my walks, you know, because yeah. like it, it that's gets, gonna be a good healthy game. It, it gets for boring you. walking around the house in mm-hmm. circles for like an hour, two hours, three hours a day. I need a game to keep me occupied, keep my little mind busy, and that looks like a good game for that. And so. Yeah. I was going to say, if you preload it before tonight, Already. you get it for 10% off. So. Already on it, boy. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I've got. Oh, can I say one more thing, and then we'll get off the Monster Hunter train? I'm really excited because I found out that Monster Hunter Stories 2, which is coming out really soon, has both co-op missions and co-op online battles where you can do two players together. It's Pokemon Monster Hunter. I love the first one. I need you to get this game, Steve. Like, we need to go <laughs> online and battle I with people just... together. Need Astalos. Yep, we'll get you. We'll get it for you. I'll, That's I'll, the one I'll, thing I want is Astalos. I'll put in a good word to the developers. We'll make this happen. We we've got Gameth. We've got Mazutsune. We've got the other one. Who's the Who's the third? Justin, um, are, are, should we leave? Who's, who's the one with the tail? The, the room. Tail. Or... I, I don't know. What's I, his I, name? I've had Lavinous. like three opportunities Lavinous. to segue into my changing system, <laughs> and the, they just kept going. So we're done. We're done. Segway away. Oh, but my God! In Monster Hunter, I forgot to mention. <laughs> so Paul, speaking... Paul Blart, Justin Cop. Uh, speaking <laughs> of, I guess games with a visual downgrade was the most recent segue I was going to run with. Ah, Immortal Phoenix Rising. Yeah, so um, I mentioned last week I, I picked that up on the Xbox One and uh, linked my Ubisoft account so I could transfer my game save. And I spent a good hour or two playing it on the Xbox One. Um, so I just wanted to give some impressions. First of all, I'm angry that the controller preset that I created for the Switch did not get transferred with my game save because mm-hmm. I had to completely reconfigure the controller and it's a pain because um, I don't know if any of y'all have played on an Xbox controller um, after playing on a Switch but the buttons aren't the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. The A, B, there, and X, Aren't they exactly reverse? Yeah, are, are switched. So. Well, and then PlayStation does that with confirm and back out. So when yeah, I play, yeah. when I play like my Japanese games on my PS3, I get really confused. If it makes so, you feel any better, Lucas, I think the Japanese version of the Vita even had the cross and the circle oh, button switched. Yeah. So yeah. it was even worse. Beautiful. Of course it did. So anyway, um, I. I had to do some reconfiguring of the buttons, and then I had to remember how I had it configured on the other one. So I had to. I actually <laughs> sat there for a little while with the switch here and the Xbox, and so. So once I got that all situated and played it, um, it's definitely a much nicer looking, like yeah, much you know. Obviously, it's higher resolution, higher. So it's polygon GameCube count. to Wii U. Hmm. Yeah. Game GameCube to Wii U style upgrade. Yeah. So. And, you know, the frame rate's better, and the draw distance is better, and all that. Um, and it plays just as just as well. Um, but I do have a complaint. I feel as though where the graphics got better, the art style got worse. So, like, playing it on the Xbox One on the big screen definitely looks better than playing the Switch on the big screen, but it isn't as cel-shaded. The, I mean, the character models are basically the same, but they just lose a little bit of that personality because they're 
it gets all DreamWorks-y. Like, they're... The skins and, mm-hmm. and all that and textures are all realistic, but the characters are still cartoony looking, and there's this kind of weird juxtaposition. Um, I mean, all things considered, it's basically the same game. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't have a Switch, why the hell are you listening to this podcast, for one? Um, <laughs> Shame but, on you for having interests. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, Immortals on the Xbox is, you know, it's the same game as on the Switch. Uh, but, like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything when I'm playing it in handheld mode. I think the game looks just as good, if not better, because of the brighter colors and the more cel-shaded uh, art style. Um, aside from that, I haven't really played anything new. So, for my change to the system, I'm going to talk about my most recent DIY project. For Christmas... Really changing that system. For Christmas, I got myself one of these. Oh, Those of Lord. you who are listening and not That's watching, big. it is the 8-bit dough um, switch and computer. When are you going to sponsor us 8-bit dough? <laughs> I think I have that. Um, I think I have like the, the old NES version. The NES Advantage? The, I was yeah. say that this is the second version of it. Um, and uh, one of the things I didn't realize about this version when I got it was that it's customizable. Um, not only does it have macro buttons, which I had no idea what these buttons did until today, but you can actually take it apart relatively easily and swap out the buttons, swap out the joystick, modify the joystick. So one of the things that bothered me, and I don't remember whether I mentioned this when I got it, was the uh, restrictor on the joystick. Um, it was a four-sided restrictor. But it was a square instead of a diamond. So not yeah, you only, said that. Yeah, yeah. Not only do you get stopped on on the ninety degrees, but it's on the mm. diagonals, not on the cardinals. God. So it was really awkward to play, and especially if you're playing something like Street Fighter, a Hadouken's like practically impossible to do because you go from down. Yeah, and you try to do the quarter circle, and it stops halfway. Yeah. So I kind of didn't use it for the longest time. And then uh, one of my friends on Twitter, uh, hopefully he doesn't mind me uh, throwing his name out there, Metroid Mike 64 Calling him out, basically. Um, he had said that he was going to replace the restrictor. And I'm like, I didn't know you could do that. And so he showed me uh, on Amazon where he got his. And so I went on Amazon and I bought an octagonal restrictor. So now I have full. It's got eight stops on every on every forty five degrees, and I got full three sixty movement. I played some Street Fighter today. I played some Mortal Kombat today. I played some Pac Man ninety nine and some Donkey Kong today, and it feels so much better with the eight way restrictor. And I'm definitely going to get much more use out of this. Um, I connected it via Bluetooth to my computer, so I can use it for emulators. Um, and my next project is going to be what I want to do is, um, uh, those of you can see, and if, you, and if you're not watching this on, uh, i got to turn the damn virtual background off. Um, uh, those Great of you podcasting. Who, <laughs> those of you who, right? who aren't watching the video of this, you can look it up on, online, but it has eight uh, big red arcade buttons. What I want to do is I want to swap out three. Uh, the four, like the A, B, X, Y buttons for the colors of the Super Famicom controller. 
and get uh, concave buttons for the XY and either the L and R or the ZLZR buttons so that it's got, you know, the indentation so I don't have to look at the controller to see what buttons I'm pressing and it looks a little fancier. So that's going to be my next project on this, but now that I've got the 8-way restrictor on it, I definitely am going to use this thing a whole lot more because, like, playing Mortal Kombat with this thing is just so much more fun than playing it with a D-pad. <laughs> Which Mortal Kombat, though? 11. I, I, I've had a hankering to go back to, like, Mortal Kombat Ultimate and, you know... Oh, yeah. That. Like, I've, I've got Mortal Kombat Trilogy on my uh, emulator, on my computer. Maybe That's I'll... Uh, maybe I'll uh, play play a little bit of that tonight. I did play a little bit of Mortal Kombat 1 on the Master System using it, and so that was... <laughs> Mortal Kombat <laughs> you who was are not on watching. the Master System? Yeah, basically, I... I because the Master System and the Game Gear shared, um... Okay. Shared hardware. Sure. So, and since the Master System was still kind of a popular um, console That's... in Europe and Brazil, when Mortal Kombat came out in the mid-90s, they also released it on the Master System. They also had, uh, released Mortal Kombat 2 on the Master System. I can always count on you guys for video game history lessons. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> well, we are video game history, as we established in our first segment. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, no, no doubt. But yeah, so um, knowing now uh, that you can customize this controller, I definitely, this has an even higher recommendation than it did when I got it. Um, again, it's 8-bit dough. I never know whether it's 8-bit do or 8-bit do, so I, you know, no one has ever given me an official stance on that, but 8-bit do, and it's the arcade stick. It is compatible with Switch and computers. They say it's not compatible with Xbox. I feel like there's got to be an adapter somewhere, um, but uh, yeah, so this just ra jumped up an extra half a star for me. Um, because I can now customize it and make it make it even better than it was out of the box. So that's sure. pretty much it. I played uh, some Immortals about a week ago. I've played about five minutes of games here and there between between now and or between then and now, and I modified the controller. <laughs> well, all right then. I guess that's as good a way a place as anywhere for me to jump in. Um, Believe it or not, I haven't played any Grendel's Cave um, in the last two weeks since you guys have spoken with me. Um, I'm disappointed in you, Eugene. <laughs> you failed us. I did. I, I Can I play that on my Eugene, iPad I always the enjoy hearing you talk about playing with your Grendel. <laughs> you could play it on your iPad. It's, I, it's almost ideal to play it on a tablet, actually. Um, but well, I just got a lot more unproductive at work. <laughs> I have been playing Pokemon Go though, and I do you want to talk about that productive. a little bit. You can also play RuneScape on your mobile device, and I've been very tempted by that because that was my jam in middle school. RuneScape was Ooh. like right after, like I feel like I, I was a little bit too old for that or see whatever. You, but see, you say <laughs> that, but my dad was like level ninety nine and is again because sure. he's been playing. So you know, sure, maybe happy medium, too young and too old. Uh, yeah, sure. But um, another game that you're never too young or old to play is Pokemon Go. And I have been playing that. Um, have you gotten yes. Xerneas? 
just the one. Just, oh wow! So, just the one. So I tell your wife you... I'm sorry for bailing on last night's raid. Oh, I see how it is. She invited you and didn't even text me. Cool. <laughs> um, oh shoot! Yeah, way to go. Um, so I will. I will tell you Outed. something though, Eugene and Heather. Um, Steve's Discord is a poppin' place for that, and like we've got a Pokemon Go tag where we like mm-hmm. tag yes. the whole group at once. We should really get you in there if you're not already, so you can like get those notifications. Because yeah. I've done, I've done, I've done three Xerneas raids. I own three Xerneas. Like that, that should tell you how weird well, this is. So. It was. Um, on a, I was in a little bit of a Pokemon Go funk, I think. But mm. this dra- the dragon event, catching like a million Dratinis. Oh, uh, tell me you got a shiny. Did you get your shiny? Okay, so no. I. Oh. So here's the hey, thing. Hey, Gene, did you get a shiny? Here's what. Here's what. <laughs> happened for me um i know i'm eating into your holes change the system but this is what we do on the show I well we had a you. short show last week it's fine um so i got done with work on tuesday i was on a call with steve and i was like i'm itching for some of that path of exile played that until about 7 <laughs> 30 then i checked my phone and it was like the dratini event runs from six to seven and i'm like oh well damn so i also didn't get a shiny well, but there was there's just been Dratinis randomly around yes, too, I've been like catching all a week. Buttload of them, <laughs> but no shinies. Nope. And then the spotlight hour came and went, no shinies. Mm-hmm. So that was very depressing. Um, did catch some shiny barrels though, so that was fun. Ooh, um, nice. Got my green Lucas boy. Lucas had to go the hard way for that one. I bred for a shiny barrel back in Sword and Shield back in the old days. I got. I have three of them. I think I caught four, but I might have gotten one um, transferred away from me by uh, by uh, somebody that stole it from me. But that's okay. She does like. Hey, you leave your phone unlocked. That happens. It's okay, Eugene. I just talked about that at work. I hear a rumor that she likes you. So (laughs) fair. Um, The other game that I've been playing, and I don't have a whole lot to say about it because I haven't played a whole lot of it, is Pokemon Snap, because that just came out. I wasn't planning on getting it, actually, but while we were out, um, I ended up picking it up from a GameStop, so I have a physical copy of it. And by my first impression is, man, that game's beautiful. Like, Mm. there was a... There was a. Um, Don't make me buy this game. I want I it. Too many other games. I want it so bad. Oh, I, Wait, there, I was just watching like the intro Snap video, and, I was looking at a and, message and like I there was this yep. apom that came out, and he just, like just like the way that the, it almost looked like um, ray tracing lighting, like just the lighting effects I that were okay. on the, the so Pokemon. So, how does my Alola Chew look? I, really I haven't seen one game. of those yet. Actually, I haven't seen I one really, of those. They really, really want this game. It's really, this game. it's really, really, really pretty. It's but I'm waiting till my birthday because I'm a good boy. Gonna wait <laughs> till hit, my birthday. Mom and Dad. Get I know it for you're me, Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad. I know you watch this show. Buy it. For I don't me. know what I'm waiting for. You can get um, it for me on my birthday too, Justin. I'll take two copies. But I'll take one. I, like I said, I haven't played a whole lot of it. I don't like the new professor. I want Oak back. I don't Darn like this mere right. fellow. <laughs> Darn right. I don't like this mere fellow, but he's growing on me a little bit. Um, but yeah, other than that, like it's, it's been basically all Pokemon for me, right? Pokemon Go, Pokemon Snap. I booted up Breath of the Wild. Nobody wants to hear about that. And <laughs> Ooh, that's... I do. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Where does it fall um, on the timeline, Eugene? There was this one that grotto discussion. that I went in, and I don't feel like I've ever been in this grotto before. Really? But I, but I found like this like moblin den, and there was like 
all of them were golden, and that sucks in Master Mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I feel like I would have had a... I hope you remembered to actually upgrade your armor this playthrough. I think I would have had an entirely different experience with Breath of the Wild if I had played it in college. Like, I think if I had... If me and, like, my three best friends were all playing it in, like, the same space... Like, mm -hmm. I think it would have been magical. Like, oh my god, look at what I just found, kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> sure. Ironically, I don't think it's a good... Well, for me, at least, I don't think it's a good solitary game. And that's, like, the whole premise of the game, right? Is is Link is alone in the wild, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got. Uh, I, but, but seriously, if you want to hear more about my Breath of the Wild adventures, I've had many. Start a, uh, start a side podcast for it. Um, <laughs> yeah. We have come to the part of the show where we answer your questions, your pressing questions, that you ask us in our Discord channel, which you can find from Steve's Linktree or Infendo.com or a variety of other areas online. Or you can just pop into our live chat during the show and ask us a question. We'll add it to the pile. Um, mm -hmm. Slacker No Mo Money, dollar sign, dollar sign with wings, um, asks, I'm going to read this verbatim too because I'm feeling saucy tonight. What video Ooh. game job you like to have and also have exist in our own world? So, um, I'm assuming that that is not I, like, like, I want to be the director of Nintendo. I think that's like, <laughs> I, I want to be a fictional a, job. I want to be a mercenary. Or like, I want to be an plumber who saves knight, the world. Or, yeah. So, <laughs> sure. So, go wild, boys and girls. Um, okay, I got this. I want to be Steve from Minecraft. So you okay. want to be a miner and a crafter. What is his profession? Yep. He's a miner and a his, crafter. His profession is survival. He is okay. dropped into a world and he is tasked with living on the land and making a sustainable environment for himself. That is his Steve, job. Steve, you would be dead in two days. Not if, <laughs> you're not wrong. Not if he were Steve. Unless it was in Minecraft. <laughs> then I would survive. He'd punch some wood. He'd make I've a been joke about getting on that wood. all week. I, and then you find some denim I do to like wear. getting wood. Exactly. I've been pondering on that question since it came through last week, and I still have not found a better answer than that. <laughs> God, I am. I'm so. This music I'm, fits. I'm, I'm flashing back to like all of my RPGs and stuff. Um, what? Wait, wait. I, I got an what was that game you, where you, you played the RPG shop maker? Oh. Uh, you remember that? Moonlighter. It's funny that you say that because yes. my answer is actually a shopkeeper, but a very specific one. The I want bomb to be owner Wind Waker. Oh, that's mm. a good one too. But <laughs> no, I was gonna say Beetle because he oh. is—he's just out there. Man. Okay, now and which which iteration of Beetle? Exactly, are we talking Breath right? of the Wild? Exactly. Are we talking Wind Does Waker? Does it matter? <laughs> so he's the spirit of the shopkeeper reincarnated exactly. in each of the timelines. He's the real Link, and the Link we're playing as in his imposter, who just thinks he's the hero all the time. <laughs> um, I would like to be a... So I don't want to be like a straight-up cleric, because they're really boring. But I want to be one of those classes for that I know exists in, like, Dokopon Kingdom and some of the later Final Fantasies and stuff that's, like, a fighter who can also heal. Like, I want to be, like, some kind of, like, healing spell sword or, like, red mage with a sword or something. Because I want to be... You can do that in Bravely Default. There, that's, all of them. That's it, then. Because I want to be good with a sword, but I also want healing magic because that just seems like the most useful thing a person can have, right? So, like, give me that. Uh, you're and then... almost describing a uke. 
They, yeah, pretty much actually from Final Ooh. Fantasy. Although I was always more of a selkie boy. But uh, but then when Eugene, <laughs> when you get robbed at gunpoint in your store, which will definitely happen because you're beetle, um, I can come <laughs> over and I can give you some healing pulse and, and make y'all better. So and then go is, beat the crap out of the robber. Yeah, with is my sword. Is beetle the same shopkeeper that got robbed in Link's Awakening? That mm. lightnings you when you no. go back into the shop. No, he was like a crude, no. He's just like, some dude. He was like a crude, like Chinese thing. Like they did a weird <laughs> thing with him. They gave him like the weird, like he he looked, he looked like a stereotype. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he kind of did, right? Most Japanese. <laughs> he still does actually, do. even the new version. <laughs> yeah, Justin, what job would you like? Please don't I... say. Please don't say racist Chinese stereotype. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, you know, I've been, like, going around this question the whole time, and, like, I can't think of an answer, because I guess... It's hard, isn't it? I'll give you one. I'll I'll give you one. I guess I'd just be adventurer. I'd be the guy who just goes from person to person and does all the side quests. No, that's boring. So you're a hero. No, you want to be the quiz guy from Paper Mario who popped up randomly and gave people quizzes. That's much more interesting. Be him. That sounds. That, uh, that does sound more. You've my got speed, the actually. mustache. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got you've got the useless facts too. I'll loan you my top hat. You'll be good to go. Like we can How make about this the work. Paper Boy from Paper Boy who single-handedly has to kill the Grim Reaper? Mm. No, I want I want to see Justin as Swanky Kong. <laughs> or you could be the Ice Climbers. Braving I become the depths a game show host and collecting. I mean, uh, I did eggplant. used to have an unhealthy obsession with Pat Sajak when I was a child. So, yeah. hmm. curious about that. Um, somebody on the next question blog asked about Justin's <laughs> unhealthy obsession with Pat Sajak. In the meantime, um, who wants to read Rose's question? Because I feel like I monopolize these. One, um, I can read it. Read away. Um, Rose asks, "Is normal normal?" Are we talking like game difficulty here, or where? Well, that, I guess the that's question your is: is normal normal? Um, that is the question. I don't think I've ever had a normal friend in my life. So to me, abnormal. I'm including all of you in this. I hope you know. So to me, abnormal is absolutely normal, and normal is a myth that doesn't exist. Um, in Pokemon, normal is not normal. Have you seen those normal types? They go all over the board. In game difficulty, normal is usually easy mode. Bump that sucker up to hard. Unless the game came out before the year you were born, then it's probably normal and you should stick with it. But before the year I was born, then... There weren't any games. So I, I took that question in an entirely <laughs> different direction. Um, okay. As in, like is normal as in like am i a normal person is normal normal like should you break away from the establishment and fight the man and not yes. be normal i don't know um yeah I, I don't and i don't know the answer to that question either. fight the in, power in the words of snazzy one we should all fight, fight the, man the power more often fight the power <laughs> you gotta fight the power that be fight the I power like eugene Fight the power. Please, somebody else go. Fight the power. I feel like Eugene should be playing um, that power song by Snap or whoever it is. I'm just going to find find a nice Rage Against the Machine album, and that's going to be the closing. There we go. Is normal normal? No, normal is not normal, because if you're normal, you're weird to somebody else. 
I'm actually thinking back now to that SpongeBob episode where he became normal and he became like circular and he lost all of his holes and he was just like, "Hi, how are you?" and that was his whole personality and he was very weird. So I would agree with you, Steve. See, it's logic. It's up here. Justin, what do you think about losing all your holes? <laughs> and the next question. <laughs> That was the last That's question. The last question. <laughs> well, then I got nothing. <laughs> Don't be normal. I, I, it's boring. Unless you like <laughs> being normal, in which case, be normal. It's exciting and fun. You're normal, just like everybody else. Exactly. And with that, we will see you guys in the next episode of Infendo Radio. Thank you the so next- much for watching. We'll Peace. try not to be normal. We we'll definitely no. won't be normal. We're normal gonna be playing, sucks. We're going to be playing a game instead of talking about stuff, so it'll be abnormal for mm. sure. <laughs> yep. Watch next week. I would have had stuff to talk about. Bye-bye. Enjoying this 100% pre-recorded episode of Infendo Radio? You'll absolutely love the live stream. Head on over to twitch.tv slash Radio Thursday nights at 9.30 Eastern. 7.30, who gives a crap time?